0: welcome to the fantasy football profit podcast hosted by craig phillips and jeff tory visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com and now your hosts craig and jeff welcome everyone to the fantasy football profit podcast i'm craig phillips joined as always by jeff tory and today we're leading you right into week one of the nfl season with a mailbag we do this every week we get your questions a lot of start sit questions right now especially we try to get you guys ready as best we can i think this is actually probably more helpful than doing just straight up rankings episodes where we just say this is how our ranks because not every situation is the same so we have some start sit questions we got a couple trade questions came in a couple other random stuff people wanted our thoughts on so we're going to jump right into it we'll start with the start sit because i think that's what most people want to know about right now and this maybe give you an idea of how we're feeling about players this week we got ray his first question is who do you start in his flex Spot PPR. T. Higgins or David Montgomery. What are you thinking here, Jeff? T. Higgins, David Montgomery. PPR. So there's a little little standard. I'm probably just saying straight up David Montgomery, to be honest. But yeah, I we're mean, not there. It's PPR. I think in,
1: in week one, I, I really like uh T. Higgins. That, that is not I'm this is nothing against him, but I, I think in this case, most of the time you're gonna start David Montgomery. That is my opinion. I think he's gonna get a lot of carries. I think he's safer, and you have a legitimate goal line. Uh, chance with him uh, so I, more than likely i'm starting david montgomery i think he's a high value start
0: anything worry about playing at the rams aaron yeah, donald I mean,
1: you're you're always right uh, but yeah if, if he was a guy that you know might only get 10 12 carries that'd be one thing but yep. I, I don't think that is going to be the case i, I think he's going to get heavy dosage so i think mm-hmm. he's much safer and um the Bengals, i, I don't really know i, I think yeah I, I like t higgins and and, and chase and but we don't really know what that offense quite looks like. You know, we, we talked about it. We're not sure if Mixon will get going. Burrow was obviously out for the, you know, second half of the year. I would like to get one game under my belt before I start throwing, you know, those guys over quality starts and, you know, like yep. running backs such as David Montgomery, who is kind of the only show in town there.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm going to go with David Montgomery there, too, even despite being PPR. I mean, I like Higgins, too, but I want to see something from that Bengals offense first before I go. I just I'm going to go with the guaranteed work.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, and Montgomery. That's, that's how it fits. Nothing against T. Higgins, but yep. Dave Montgomery's a good, a good starter.
0: All right, Arthur Myers Jr. says, who do you start? This is half-point PPR. This is for his third receiver. He already has Ridley and CeeDee Lamb, so a good starting Ooh. spot there. His third receiver, DJ Moore, who is playing against the New York Jets, or Deontay Johnson going at Buffalo? To me, the matchup makes it easy for me. I'm going DJ Moore because of the matchup for sure. Jets versus at Buffalo. I want the yeah. I like DJ Moore better anyway. So DJ Moore for me.
1: Yeah, I, this one's very close for me, but I, I'd be fine with DJ Moore. Uh, yep. I'm not a big. I really to tell you the truth. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of afraid. Right. You, you'd want to see Darnold actually do something in Carolina first. Deontay Johnson is a really quality player, but he's also in a very crowded wide receiver, and and they play a better team. Um, yeah, I I would be fine. I think that one's very close. I would go DJ Moore. He, he does have some upside.
0: All right. David asks, who should I start in my flex spot for standard scoring this week? You got Gus Edwards. You have Miles Gaskin. You have Raheem Mostert. That's actually very interesting. So let's see here. G- Gaskin's going at New England. Mostert, I know, is playing against the Lions, which that should be good. And then um, Edwards is at. The Raiders.
1: Yeah. And the good thing is, all three of these would be pretty decent starters in my mind. I don't think you, I don't think there's one that I'm, I just wave off right away. Right. But I think in this situation, the way that the team is structured currently, I would go towards Gus Edwards. Uh, Raheem would be number two as long as he's healthy and plays. But I, I think Gus Edwards kind of has a carte blanche for week one. Mm-hmm. They could use him in any. Any form, right? But right now, in my mind, he is the clear-cut number one, and then we'll see whatever happens with, um, you know, they just signed Le'Veon Bell, and whatever happens yep. with any other running back. But right now, he looks like the guaranteed guy that's going to get a lot of carries, and we all know that whoever plays there does well. Raheem, when he's in the game, he does he does very very well. But I still don't know if he's going to be goal line. That could be sermon. They might throw a lot. I don't really know the game plan, but I know that Ravens are going to run. I would start Gus Edwards.
0: Yeah, and I'm um. I'm with you. Gus Edwards is my pick. Mostert against the Lions is very interesting. I just I'm not sold that Trey Sermon's not going to get a lot of time, a lot of work too. Especially it could, I mean, they, they could beat up on the Lions early. Who knows? <laughs> and and want to you know show some Trey Sermon out there. So Edwards to me has his spot this week in solid matchup. I, I'm going Edwards. I don't. There's no one else there anymore. It's him and Tyson Williams. Um, Bell's obviously not playing this week, so there's just nobody there for him. So yeah. Gus Edwards for sure. I'm, I'm with you. All right. We got Brady Spaghetti. Always, always on the mailbag, Breddy Spaghetti. Love to see his name there. Half point PPR. Are you starting Saquon Barkley this week? You know, there's been talk that it seems like he is ready. So are you starting Saquon? He says, I have Miles Gaskin on my bench. Would you start either of them over Brandon Ayuk and a flex? And I'm going to say if Saquon plays, I play Saquon.
1: Yeah, that's, that's automatic. You you yep. drafted him there because of he's healthy and he's getting the start, which You'll yep. know, you know, I guess the, the day of <laughs> with Saquon at this point, but right now things are ramping up and it looks like he's going to be healthy. If he is, you you start him. You have to. So yep. I do start him. And then in my mind, I would still, as of right now, I would still play Gaskins over Ayuk. If, if, if Saquon yeah, I, can yep. go, I, yep. I think it's a safer play in week one.
0: Yep. I'm with you. And then the next, next question is, well, it starts to, but also quickly. Alex just says what are your thoughts on Saquon this year? And my thought, if he's healthy, I love Saquon for the most part. Offense, still some work to be done. But Saquon, Saquon. And I guess if you got him, you probably got him at a decent price. It seems like his value has dropped lately. So I'm I'm Saquon, if he's healthy, he should be good. But that the offense just there's a lot to lots to find out yet, right? A lot to figure out. I need to see week one.
1: Yeah. I mean maybe week I, two. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say. I agree with you, and and if you listen to the show quite often, you, you know that Saquon was my unexpected bust of the year, and mm-hmm. it it was literally only because of health and what the Giants would be doing. If mm-hmm. he plays all 16 games, the guy will be a top 10 running back. I have yeah. no doubt he is that talented. So if he's playing, you got to throw him in there, especially for the price you paid for him. You didn't yep. get him for that cheap. Like, yep. you know, you True. got a discount, yeah. but Maybe, no one's we- getting him for cheap.
0: No, I've seen him go in the beginning of the second, but that's that's the best absolute best case you're gonna get.
1: Yeah, and and you know, hopefully, week one he will look he will look healthy. Um, but yeah, my overall opinion is he he worries the ever living hell out of me. Right? I mean, yep. <laughs> there's a lot of running backs that you could have chose over him, and, yep. and 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 you didn't. So you you took that risk, and now now you got to play with him. And I think that's completely fine because I do think that the town is worth that risk. But if he doesn't get it going early in the year, giants have very little chance of winning games. That means that they won't be playoff contenders. That means you can save Saquon. Why bang him up when you'll be better next year? So that is my, my big
0: worry for Saquon. All right. And then the second part of this question, um, would you go with the Steelers defense in week one or stream Carolina? So, Steelers, um, I believe, yeah, they're playing at Buffalo, and then Carolina's playing at home against the Jets. I you know what, I, we might disagree on this one, but I, uh, I, I get that Carolina
1: and the Jets should probably be a lower scoring game than the Steelers and Buffalo. Buffalo could light it up right away, mm-hmm. but with everything else going on with interceptions and sacks, and uh, I just the Pittsburgh defense is so good, and you know, week one teams come out a little rusty. Usually. Right. So I would still play the Steelers and lean on that amazing defense thinking that, okay, if you can just keep them halfway in check, you get a few, uh, uh, you know, a few sacks and whatnot, you can start building those points. And then they're much more likely to get a, a defensive touchdown, but that's very hard to, you know, predict. So I, I would go with the better defense this week, even though they're playing a superior offense. I don't know if you agree with me, though.
0: I like the match. I like doing matchups. I, I don't want to play against Josh even, Allen right even, now. Even yeah. week one though, Carolina I just hasn't
1: don't. stopped anyone.
0: No, that's true. I just like to. I'm I don't I don't believe in the Jets at all. So I like to play matchups all the time. And I'm gonna go with. Uh, I did that. Okay. I did that draft, and I wouldn't pick the 49ers because they're playing against the Lions. So that's why the 49ers aren't. Well, on my teams. I do think I do nope. think
1: that one's a little bit different though. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's part like, of. It.
1: Yeah, the 49ers defense is much <laughs> better than Carolina's. All right.
0: Next question: We got Kenny Galladay or Jerry Judy in standard. I'm going Jerry Judy right now because I don't know what Kenny Galladay's health is. So I haven't he hasn't played at all in the preseason. I would too,
1: and I, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I think he's gonna be banged up once again. I I don't know what the Giants' offense is gonna look like. I, I like Jerry Judy for Week One as well.
0: I do too. And then also next next part of the question, which is similar to earlier, Saquon or Gaskin, and Saquon for me all day. So. That's yeah, yep. question. If
1: Saquon's healthy, once again, play him.
0: All right. Then we got Mike Davis or Gus Edwards for week Ooh. one. Mike Davis, yep. Gus Edwards. We talked about playing Edwards earlier, but would you go Mike Davis? And you know, I'm going Gus Edwards no matter what.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I think Gus Edwards is a very high start this week. Mike Davis is an interesting one. And, and I don't think anyone really knows what to think of him. So that name is probably going to be thrown around that I people I like him better be, than we
0: do. Yeah. And I do
1: think that he can be a quality start, but, um, but Gus Edwards is just a, a superior talent younger on a better yeah. running offense. So Gus Edwards is just
0: a, a lot better than him. All right, here we go. Camden asks, who do you like at flex Javante Williams, Leonard Fournette or Michael Gallup? So we have Javante Williams is going at the giants. Fournette's playing against Dallas on Thursday, and Gallup's playing against the Bucks on Thursday.
1: Okay, so once again, this one we might not line up on. I'm not sure, <laughs> but uh, in my mind, if, first of all, I would take Fournette out of it right away. I, I think right right now, I, I don't know how they're going to use him. That's probably going to be a toss up. I feel like Rojo gets the the first crack at it, and they're probably going to throw the ball quite a bit. So I'm I'm just not with that one. Javante Williams, I would probably start him. And I know that's risky. I get it. Um, But I would probably go for upside on that one. I I like the matchup. Um, If you don't do him, uh, Gallup is a close number two. He is the number three. They're going against Green Bay, right? So I assume Green Bay will put points up on the board.
0: Dallas comes up. They're going going against uh, Tampa.
1: Oh, they're going against Tampa. Uh, Either way. Tampa, I mean, it's the same thing, actually. Uh, Tampa's probably going to put up points.
0: And they have a good defense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would go. I would. Yeah, I would go. Javante
0: Williams. It's a I weird one
1: for me, but I would go. Javante.
0: I am too. I'm gonna take that chance and go. Javante. I don't like Gallup's matchup, and yeah, I don't. Fournette. I don't know what Fournette's gonna. What how they're gonna use him yet? I don't yeah, know if they're Fournette, gonna use Javante, Fournette's, but I'm gonna. Uh, I don't exactly. know. I, I'm just gonna take that chance. <laughs> I know. And I am I know. playing. I, I was. At, I am playing Javante this week. So. Okay. and, see and how it goes. Gallup
1: is an interesting one because I do think they're gonna have to air it out, and he could put up numbers. Good. I mean, it's just one big play away. So. I wouldn't mind if people went that route, but for some reason I'm yep. I'm leaning Javante. All
0: right. Sean Reynolds asks us Miles Gaskin or Tyler Boyd. Gaskin against New England. Boyd home against the Vikings. I still go Gaskin. Me too. It's the same thing we talked about earlier with uh with Higgins. I just don't know how that offense is gonna look with Cincinnati yet. So yeah. I don't want to take that chance.
1: And he's the number three now. Yep. I mean,
0: All right, Mason Lucas, choose two. Tyler Boyd, Josh Jacobs, Mike Davis, Kenny Galladay.
1: Oh, interesting. Um, So
0: I'll I'll throw out there. Josh Jacobs is on my list for sure.
1: Yeah, he would be my number one. The second one is really interesting. You could go with the high upside, but honestly, I'd probably go Mike Davis on this one.
0: I'm with you. It feels safer. We know Mike Davis is going to have a role. They've mean, they've released like every running back that's been there with Atlanta. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They keep releasing literally everybody. Yeah, I know. And they drafted JV and Hawkins, Caleb Huntley. Then they then we thought, okay, that means um what what's his name? Um Quadra Olison was the guy, the backup. now. no, he got cut and they signed Wayne Gallman. It's just like, man, what are they doing? Maybe they believe in Mike Davis. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I, I like the I like the matchup because they're gonna play the Eagles. Um, and I, I can't imagine that one getting out of hand too quickly. I feel like both of them will have a, a A moment to feel each other out. If they're playing a a really dominant team like KC, I could see where you'd be afraid that they get away from the run right away. But I think that would be a close enough matchup. So I would take
0: Mike Davis. All right. Alberto asks, is Swift gonna play? Play him at RB2? Yeah, it looks like he is gonna play, and I'm comfortable playing him.
1: Yeah, if he's healthy, I I feel fine, especially at a running back too.
0: All right. Sam asks you needs one flex in a PPR. One flex. Michael Gallup, Chase Edmonds. Devontae Parker, Marquez Callaway, Jamar Chase. That's a lot of people to throw up there. Um,
1: actually, well, yeah, I'm
0: I, that, that's, I, in a PPR.
1: That's, I go Marquez Calloway, actually.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I, I haven't seen him do anything but catch a couple balls in preseason. Well, that's, that's that's how, where I'm at. Okay.
1: Here here's here's where my head is at. Oh, you could okay. Who else would you who else would you throw in there actually? Because Edmonds would be an interesting Edmonds, one. I with- just
0: I probably just I'm probably gonna lean towards the back, I think. Personally, I think I'm it's not great. It's at Tennessee. Man, I just don't want... for it's not gonna be Parker. No, I mean, Jamar was, Chase, Parker, same thing. Parker again. is
1: probably the only one I take out of it. Well, and then Jamar
0: Chase is, if you just want to take a complete shot in the dark at some upside, which again, like I'm saying, we're I want to see what the Bengals can do.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I dude, it's Edmonds I, for me, I, man. It's Edmonds I, I for I me. I totally understand going. I totally understand going Edmonds, but I personally would go Marcus Callaway, and the reason I say that is because even though he's a very unproven guy, he is the only guy that we know is catching the ball right now. I mean, he yep. have the de facto number one. Jameis Winston got the start. He got the start by throwing to Marquez Callaway. I'm willing to take that risk because I, I think he is talented. And I think Jameis, if we know anything about him, the guy will start trying it to force it to one guy. I have a feeling it might be Callaway. So I would be willing to take that risk. I think there's high upside there. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we'll disagree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while that'll happen.
0: <laughs> B be schneck ass. Pick two. Saquon, Mike Davis, Tyler Boyd. This is PPR. It's it's Saquon and Davis for me. Yep. Getting a lot of Tyler Boyd and a lot of Bengals receivers, but I'm going there. Yep. All right. Blake asks, who would you start at flex in week one? Amari Cooper or James Robinson? Ooh. I'm going James Robinson. I just have to. It's, at, it's, at, it's Houston. It's just a great matchup. It's, just, it's a great matchup. It's, it's too good. <laughs> it's too good. I don't like it, but it's too good of a matchup. James Robinson is going to have a great week one, and I'm going to hear about it. And then it'll all go downhill after that. But Houston is going to be a team that people beat up on this year. And this is going to be no different this week.
1: This one is very close for me. I tell you the truth. Uh, James Robinson, both of these I think are very high quality starters. I'll say that right away. I think this is incredibly tough for me. I don't know how, I don't know if James Robinson will get as many carries as he did last year. Um, because he got a lot of carries. There's no doubt. Like I, I don't see a, 20 carry game for him, even without ETN. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I really want to see what Urban Meyer does. What I do know is I do think the Bucs will probably put points up on the board and Dak will have to throw the ball a lot. Um, if he does that, every time he does, Amari is heavily involved. And I just, that upside is so incredible on a, you know, a potent offense like that. Yeah. I'm, once again, I, I don't know why. Maybe week one, I'm just willing to take the risk more, but I would go Amari. Because I really like that upside of well, assuming it's going to be more of a shootout. Because once again, Dallas, I don't think they address their defensive needs nearly as much as they should. I think Bucks will put up a lot of points on them.
0: I, I would be, I'd be fine with Amari going off. I have him in our league, so I'm good yeah. with it. Oh, no, I'll, no, no. I'll trust your opinion on this one. But I'm still <laughs> going James Robinson. I'd, be, I'd go safer. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is our final start-sit question we have. This is from Brett. He starts off, he says he's gone back-to-back championships since he started listening to us. Love the show, which is always awesome to hear. So back-to-back titles, half-point PPR, Dallas Goddard or Tyler Higby. And I think he probably knows the answer to this question already. If
1: yeah, I was going to say, first of all, it's going to be Dallas Goddard all day for me.
0: Yep. But <laughs> and I'm with you. you. I'm with you. But you know what? Eh. Next are you question. Are go Higby? Really? No, no, no. I'm going oh. Goddard. <laughs> But I think your like, Goddard what? love might be a little off. So here's a second. Well, here's we'll another question. Out. This is from Danny. I had Irv Smith. What's a tight end that could po- could have a lot of upside? I should try to make a move for. I'm telling oh, you, that's I, a so great question. No, I'm, I'm. I think Zach Ertz is being just overlooked. And the Goddard love, I feel like it might have got a little much. Zach Ertz didn't go away. He's there, and you can get Zach Ertz for nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, I, I don't have an issue with that because you don't yeah. actually have to make a move for him. You can probably pick him up off a Guess what? I,
0: I, I, I was in the same spot. I, have, I had Irv Smith, Irv Smith. He got hurt. I went and picked up Zach Ertz.
1: Yeah, I think the there's a couple other ones that come to my mind. If you don't want to make a, because trading this early, like, a, yeah. a, especially someone like Dallas Goddard, maybe you're, you know, there, there could be someone that loves him. There might not be, right? Um, you don't really know where people's minds are at when they're drafting them. If it was a need, if they you know if they really wanted the individual, it makes it very difficult to trade early on. Um, I will say this: there's a couple other ones. If if Johnny Smith, he might have been an, uh, someone that was uh, a secondary thought for a lot of people. I really like his upside, even though Hunter Henry should be uh, healthy for week one. Um, you know, you're you're playing with fire. You could literally get both of them and figure out who works in week one. Um, johnny smith is very interesting to me and then the other one that is not it will not be ready for week one but a sneaky play would be to take uh, adam troutman we don't exactly know what his injury is quite yet but because of that injury he was kind of a you know a breakout darling no one no one drafted him and you can get him for nothing just throw him on your bench and find out in a week or two if he's going to play what's going on so if you have a little time to play with it You know, you could grab one of those guys like Ertz or Troutman, and then if you want to make or or Hunter Henry even, and if you want to make a move for anyone, I do like Goddard. Don't don't sell the farm to get him. That's a problem. And I I I like Johnu as well. Those guys are kind of lower, but I think they have a lot of upside.
0: And then maybe if you're trying to get a guy just to start for this week, maybe you won't go for like a Troutman for the upside. I mean, I guess you could you could get Ertz and throw him in the lineup and hope for just you know something. I guess this isn't like you know don't always love this pick but Jared Cook is the is the tight end in, with the Chargers now. I mean it's a good passing offense. Yeah. You know it's not the, it's not a terrible pick for a week. And even um, Gerald Everett with the with the Seahawks is interesting to me as well. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to play out. It seems like he's had talent. He didn't quite work out with the Rams but in Seattle Seattle has had like glimpses of tight ends working out and it's never like you know never been a sustained thing but they've had Tight ends that have been that played well at times. I mean, I don't know. It's been injuries, different things, is why they haven't been the, the guy forever. But I mean, we had like Will Disley at the time. You remember, he actually played well. Like Gerald Everett's interesting to me, and he's down there too on the ownership list there.
1: Yeah, and actually, I'll, I'll throw out one more because at this point, mm-hmm. you're just you're you're kind of guessing. Right. But uh, a guy that has touchdown upside quite possibly is Rob Gronkowski, and he's not yeah, really you know he's not really a name anymore. He might be on the waivers that week one. Yep. We know he's healthy at the moment, so he's not a bad play, too, in a pinch. Uh, yep. I think he's worth the risk.
0: All right, here we go. we got some trade questions. we got Abe. He says, would you trade Calvin Ridley and David Montgomery for Dalvin Cook and Juju Smith-Schuster? So his other receivers are Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson, so Ridley's is basically he's either second or third, however you want to put it there. So he already has two more great receivers. Ridley's not as one. So Ridley and Montgomery to get Cook and Juju – is that ups Is that upgrade from Montgomery to Cook big enough for you to trade Ridley? His other running backs are Najee Harris and Henderson. So it's David Montgomery, Najee Harris, Henderson. Yeah,
1: with I, Adams, I, with Adams and Justin
0: Jefferson, I take the best player. I would take Cook. I would too. I'm going to go with Cook in that deal. And I think your Juju,
1: he's a, he's a in we'll Maybe see. he works out. Maybe he yeah. doesn't. But he's you know he's a he's a bye week guy yep. at the moment. Until we until we see more, but. You know, Cook, when he stays healthy, he is definitely better than than Montgomery well, by a large amount.
0: I, I like getting the better player in trades, too. If it's yes. relatively even, if it's not lopsided, I want the better player,
1: especially when you have everyone else accounted for. I think yeah. that's, that's the way to look at it.
0: Which, let's go to this next deal. So see if you're going for the better player yet. J.D. asks, do I trade Stafford and Dalvin Cook for Russell Wilson, Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Swift?
1: Ooh, okay. Well, that's a wrinkle. Um, so
0: obviously, you get I a really you, wish. You, this is interesting because I, I just said, I want the better player relatively even. Is this relatively even? Or do you consider Diggs and Dalvin to be equal playing field? Because really, Diggs is a top three receiver in most people's ranks and Cook's a top two running back. So, I mean, it's relatively even. So, the, Russell's an upgrade from Stafford, most people would say. Not everyone's going to be Think it's as big of an upgrade? I'd, I think it is. I, I think that's a pretty solid upgrade. Is Swift enough of a throw-in to make that a deal you want to do to go down from help? I guess I wish I knew the whole roster.
1: I, well, that was uh, the thing. I was going to say the roster would really help on this one. And Swift being a little banged up in this kind of trade does yeah. worry me. Like I love yeah. Swift. I really do. But you you need him to be healthy in order for mm-hmm. to make this trade. And that's kind of the thing. I think this one is a very fair deal. <laughs> so it, if, know, it if,
0: depends on the roster construction. Yes, <laughs> if JD, if you're listening, send us a message with the rest of your roster. I'm really interested how this would play out. If you trade Dalvin though, and then Swift becomes like your number one, no, I don't want that.
1: Exactly. So, what other running backs do you what have? Oh, are running other, back. Do you have? What other wide receivers? You might be bumping off someone that's really yeah, good. So it, it just might not make sense. For I can't
0: really form an opinion yet. I will say. I could see scenarios where I either do this or I don't do this. Yes. You know? So
1: you you agree with me though, this is a, a fair trade. Like I
0: would think so. Yeah. I mean, I do because I think Cook and Diggs are very they're they're close. It just depends on what I need to know your other running backs and your other receivers. So send yeah. us over. Send us that. All right. Sports four one one. This is a half point PPR. He would give up Tom Brady, Alvin Kamara, Tyler Higbee to get Kyler Murray, Clyde Edwards Hilaire in Travis Kelsey. That's where it gets interesting. <laughs> so obviously, again, oh, man. Uh, Kyler's an upgrade from Brady. You would think in fantasy, you would think that. Yeah. Uh, but Edward Dallaire is a downgrade, a pretty big downgrade from Alvin Kamara. is a very big upgrade from Higby.
1: I mean, that, and I think that is the biggest upgrade right there. Kelsey.
0: It's a pretty I, major upgrade. This again, this is going to, and it's a, it is a half,
1: half point. point PPR,
0: right? Yeah. So, what do you think about Travis? Kelsey is the biggest deal. I want to know your other running backs again for Camara. Um, I do too. Like, do you oh leaders, man, this so? is, this is tough to not see the roster to know exactly what to play this. Cause yeah. I could see. Well, it going how, either, or,
1: how do you, what do you think about Clyde Edwards, Alaire? Uh, his, I, his outlook
0: for the season? I think that's a big part of it, right? He's, he's one of those interesting. He's just, he's kind of like, He's just interesting, right? He's interesting. <laughs> if you're going to trade, okay, if you're going to do this deal, if Clyde Edwards alaire is still your number two, like by doing this deal, because if is your one, if you have a two that's better than Edwards alaire and he'll be your new number one, and Edwards Allaire is your number two, and you get Kelsey, you get Kyler, I think I'd do that. I think I, I might that. actually do that, even though Camara to me is the best player in a way. Kelsey, you could see people, you could say, oh, Kelsey's clearly the number one tight end, though. Well,
1: automatically, and what I do love about this is Kelsey is so dominant in his position, you automatically have the upper hand for at least one of those spots, right? And like you said, if if CEH is the number two, then you're probably not hurting at running back. You're probably going to be fine. Um, And then on top of that, too, I I do think Kyler is uh, the Kyler is the yeah. Yeah, he, he can really put up, I mean, Tom Brady is no slouch, don't get me wrong, yep. but Kyler can be a, a difference maker week to week as well. So I, I like the, what you said, if, if Clyde Edwards O'Lear is going to be your number two, even by a small margin, I th- think I pull
0: the trigger on it. Yep. Yep. I'm, I think I do. I think I, I think I would do that. I think I like Kelsey enough and I like Kyler enough. So all right. Especially Higby, man. That is that is a giant upgrade. I, oh, I think so, too. That's huge. So, Marcus, final trade question we got. Marcus, should I trade Nick Chubb to get Zeke? Uh, I don't I, think I do I that. I like Chubb. I like Chubb better. No, Actually, I like Chubb he's better. not ranked that way. Zeke's ranked ahead of um, Zeke in most rankings, not mine, but in a lot of rankings. But I, I like Chubb. I just do.
1: Yeah, I, I do, too. I like Chubb better. Uh, we don't all know what's going to happen with Elliott this year. I, I mean, I he think right. he'll be good, but
0: yeah. All right, just some other questions here, some other stuff. Dr. Gauthier says, what's up, guys? Excited to see the mailbag episodes coming back. First question of the year for you. said, I ended up with a lot of Jalen Hurts shares this year because I was typically scooping my tight end and then running back wide receiver depth where the top running back quarterbacks were going, which we've done that a lot. Got a lot of Hurts. He said, how confident are you guys in Jalen this year? says, I know you've talked about him possibly having a similar breakout year like Lamar had in 2019. Are you more or less competent in Jalen as you were in Lamar heading into 2019?
1: Oh, oh, less. <laughs> I'm,
0: yeah, I'm with you. I'm less. I'm less. Yeah, I I,
1: I am. I do feel good about Jalen, but way less than what we were on Lamar. Like I don't want to compare those two at all. Right. That, that was different. And we hit in a big way where he was like, yep. you yep. know, he went crazy. So no, no, no. I, I don't see the writing on the wall the same way I saw. Uh, with him but I do have to say this I I think Jalen is going to be a solid starter you'll probably get a few rocky games but that's most of the QBs in the NFL Uh, what I like about him is even if the Eagles aren't particularly good any certain night I do think that he will be able to uh, create fantasy points for himself through his running or whatever may be his playmaking ability um, which is an added bonus so I I do see him um, being able to have a breakout year and I think a few games he is going to dominate uh, but I, I I don't I do think there's going to be a few where it, you know you're going against a good defense and they they kind of figure him out. But overall, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a, a super solid guy to have. That's why we draft you know yep. draft him in the top ten of QBs all the time. And I think his upside is definitely there.
0: Yep. Like I say, I'm not as confident as I was as Lamar. That's for sure. But the same things apply. That running floor, the floor for him is running ability is there, and that's what we liked about Lamar so much in 2019. Is on the bad days. On the the worst days, he's going to have. He was still most likely going to get those rushing yards and just make it so it's not quite as bad. Those rushing yards, almost like if you even on a bad day, if he gets sixty yards, he added a touchdown. Like you know that another quarterback who doesn't run the ball is not going to get you know Tom Brady's not going to get you that sixty yards on the ground. Obviously, Tom Brady's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, but right there, Jalen Hurts gets sixty yards on the ground. Right there is a touchdown for you. You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's and.
1: The big difference between Lamar and Jalen, as well, is is also going to be the offense, right? Harbaugh does a wonderful job of putting Lamar in in a wonderful situation to run their designed runs. Yep. Jalen will not get nearly as many of those, but he, so he's going to be scrambling. So it'll be kind of it'll be up in the air how many yards he gets. But he's still very talented. We saw it last year as far as what he was able to do once everything broke down. So I, I do really like him, but don't get it twisted. He's not going to do what Lamar did.
0: All right, Eric asks thoughts on Nixon. So, what are our thoughts on Joe Mixon? I think we've covered a lot of Bengals actually in this. And our thoughts are: I want to see this. I don't know what this offense is going to be. I don't know what my thought on Nixon is. I did. I'll just say this: I didn't like drafting him. I wasn't a fan of it. I, I just don't know how it's going to play out. And I think we we talked about it this in depth more. in I can't remember what episode, but we did where all of his all of his numbers came in like one game last year. It was pretty poor. Other than that. And we haven't seen anything yet to tell us it's going to be different. You know, we have to see them play to know it's going to be different. Until then, it's a big question mark. You might get a steal. If you have mixed on your team, you might have got a steal as an RB2. You very well might have, or you might get more of the same of last year. It's, we got to see that play out.
1: I do. I think it's going to be another year where he has to grind it out. It's all going to be health. So if you have him. You're probably not going to hate it, but there won't be as many big games as you're hoping for as a top yeah. 10 running back. But he'll be right there. He'll be probably just outside the top 10 as long as he stays healthy. But it's going to be grinding yeah. it out, you know, 80 yards a, a game, you know, after 20 carries, stuff like that, which is can be incredibly annoying as a fantasy owner. <laughs> but yeah. once again, if he's putting up numbers, running back is tough to come by. So, uber talented guy though. If he ever gets yeah. it, if he gets it together and that offensive line has improved, yeah. then you know, you'll be happy.
0: Well, the, and the difference this is this year is he's your RB2, most likely. He's not your RB1 like he was last year. And as a two, to get guaranteed work, you feel better. Exactly. So, all right, Elvis asks, do you think Robbie Anderson is the wide receiver one in Carolina? And I mean, me personally, I, do, I like DJ Moore. I, I do. I still like DJ Moore. I no, Jeff's not as big of a DJ Moore fan. Uh, I'm
1: less of a Robbie
0: Anderson fan. So. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so I, still. You know, I
1: think DJ Moore is the number one. Like they, uh, I think uh, Robbie Anderson, I think he played all 16 games. DJ Moore, I think he missed one or two. I think it was, maybe it's just one. But they had very similar numbers. Um, and it's hard to tell from last year because neither of them got in the end zone. That offense was not clicking. You didn't have McCaffrey. But I yeah. think overall, uh, DJ Moore is just a better prospect. I think he'll be technically the number one, but that's a weird team. It's going to be 1A, 1B.
0: All right, Reed asks, James Robinson still outside your top 30 running backs? And no, I have to admit he is not. Um, but no, he's back to where he was for me before Travis Etienne was drafted, which was more like 21, 22 He was just right beyond the top 20. And that's where I had him previously. So that's probably where he, he has to go. There's just not I don't think he's I don't think he's that good, but Who's taking away his time right now?
1: Yeah, I uh, well, I have him. I have him higher than you do, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, get, I, he, I didn't put him back in the top ten. I'll, I'll say that, but he's definitely in the teens
0: for me. All right, and then final question. It's it's for me. It's from Chris. He says, "Craig, how much do you hate life right now that you have to accept James Robinson is going to be a top five running back this season?" <laughs> I love that kid, and I will not say I will not go that far, Chris. I will not go that far, top five. But yes, I do hate the fact that. Travis Etienne is not there and he doesn't let, he doesn't, he's not going to make James Robinson take a backseat to what a real good running back looks like. And it is, you know what? Injuries happen though, right? Injuries happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's a reprieve for James Robinson. So I hope he makes the most of it. I hope it would be actually really cool to watch him do another top five. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that, but you know, uh, if no, he was it in not the top cool. ten, that would
0: be shocking. It would be shocking. It would not be cool. <laughs> it would be
1: really cool. I mean, I think other bad things have to happen to other running backs, but <laughs> uh, yeah, so that part wouldn't be good. But if he, yep. I don't know, maybe Urban Meyer has, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to be positive because ETN I was really high on, but yeah, he's We'll yeah. see <laughs> I hope goes. I'm ruined for the guy. Um,
0: on Instagram, one of the posts I had made was, uh, this is when we were in the middle of our drafts for our relegation leagues and the, the players we drafted the most. And number one was Travis ETN. And number two was J.K. Dobbins. And <laughs>
1: painful, man. <It's> really <laughs> um, painful.
0: A few comments came through the other the last couple of days and just said, this aged well. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it sure did. Hey, That was such a quick uh, turnaround. Adjust and move on. That's what you do in fantasy football. Adjust and move on. Can't do it. I do. just do. had that's to do also that. why one. you don't. I just uh, released uh, Dobbins and Etienne were my one and two or two and three in a team just the other day.
1: So. It's brutal, but that is oh, also sad. why even if you like someone a ton, you you know try to get him as close to where he's going to be drafted as you can. You don't go mm-hmm. crazy and get him number one overall. So you know that's why you yeah. got to be smart with it so you can get other draft capital. Um, I yeah. do think I think we accidentally jumped over one. to oh, earlier. One? Uh, ben yeah. Herbis, uh, yeah. which two he should I start? Uh, three different players, Swift, Jones, or Taylor? Uh, I'm DeAndre Swift. I'm assuming Julio Jones and then Jonathan Taylor. Uh, <laughs> you have to pick two of them. Which, okay. These are very interesting ones. Swift was a little banged up, but he should be playing. Jonathan Taylor is working with a um, a line that is probably not as good as he's used to. And then you have Julio, who's on a new team but can be very dominant. That's a really good question. That's interesting. Who, yeah, who I would,
0: I'll put Taylor for sure. Um, I probably go Julio. Uh, just cause the Swift is, you know, no, not playing in the preseason. I'm not hundred percent sure how that's going to play out. And Julio is a good option to have. If you know, Julio is Julio, you know, we know what Julio can be Swift. We, we like Swift, but it's more of a still hope and potential than it is like what he's actually done in the NFL and Julio, we know what he's done. So I'll go Julio and Taylor.
1: I agree. Uh, I think uh, Jonathan Taylor was, I think you have to Yeah, And then, and then Julio, I I mean, I like his, it's interesting that yeah. And uh, you know, he's, he's a veteran, he's a freak. He should be able to step in right away. He should be healthy. Swift. uh, If he plays, I have no issue putting him in my starting lineup, but the thing that I worry about is if he's not a hundred percent, then, uh, you know, then the second running back can get a lot more carries and, and perhaps a split where Swift is just getting going. So yep. uh, that's why I would probably go Julio as well. I think it's safer. And who knows, maybe they're going to try to get him involved right away. Uh, you know, pl- draw something up so he can get a, a long touchdown or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like the, week one, they're going to look to get Julio the ball, right? It just I feel feels- like you
1: have to. I mean, I feel like week one, and then once he gets established, then you can kind of pull off the gas a little bit and make sure he stays healthy. But I feel right away you have to say, we have to make sure that he came here for the right reasons. And, and also, if you can get up, you can use Derrick Henry less. I think it's all going to be managing health for that team. So I think right. Julio will be someone that early on will be great. Middle of the mm-hmm. season will probably be a lull, and then he'll probably come back on.
0: All right, there we go. Week one mailbag in the books. We'll be doing this every week. So, if you guys want to get your questions in for next week, you know, start looking to comment on our YouTube, uh, on our YouTube videos. If you're on YouTube, at youtube.com/slash fantasy football profit. You go to Instagram.com/slash fantasy football profit. We'll have a weekly post on there where we get most of the questions from. Or you can even email us. I did pull, I think, a couple questions from email today, which was fantasyfootballprofit@gmail.com. So any one of those ways. We'll get you your questions. I love answering. This makes us think about situations too that maybe we're not thinking of. So I think that's more helpful to me than um, just listing off some ranks and telling you what to do <laughs> that way. So yeah. every situation is different. And, yeah, and give us your rosters too when you ask some start-sick questions or some trade questions just because it might give us a little more context to help you out. So there we go. That'll do it. Talk to you guys next time.